too.
The loveliness of Paris Seems somehow sadly gay The glory that was Rome Is of another day I've been terribly alone And forgotten in Manhattan I'm going home To my city by the bay I left my heart In San Francisco High on a hill It calls to me To be where little cable cars Climb halfway to the stars The morning fog may chill the air. I don't care, my love waits there in San Francisco. Above the blue And windy sea When I come home to you San Francisco Your golden sun will shine for me Do you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. Yeah, you better be. Good Friday morning, ass family, and welcome. Woo! To a Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. Gotta tell you, man, yesterday afternoon, Arnie went down. Arnie went down bad. Oh, I did not feel good. I, my, my, my guts are still kind of hurting today. I'm kind of sore. Popped my back out of place this morning. Oh, the devil was throwing all kinds of daggers at me. I said, not today, devil. No siree, Bob. We got a show to do today. And then right before the show started, Braddy Kid texted me and let me know that Tony Bennett, at the age of 96, passed away. The legendary singer. And that's why we played... 
the song that he's pretty much most famous for there is I Left My Heart in San Francisco, but he was a crooner of crooners. He even had his own special for a while. Hello, everybody. Hello. You know, I've sung for kings and queens, and one thing's for sure. I love things that are great. I love things that are great. Good things are fantastic. Guess what? I also paint just a hobby, nothing drastic. Cause I dig everything except the things I don't. And I try anything except the things I say I won't. But one thing's for sure. I love things that are great. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank wow. You. Everybody, thank you so much. Today's show is first rate, really terrific. We got a whole bunch of great, great stuff. Later on, we're going to be mellowing out to the sounds of Tweet, one of the great gals singing out there today. And I'm just so tickled about my first guest. She's a real classic, and she's also a new bride. Please welcome a super gal, Liza Minnelli. Oh, boy. Oh, what a show it was. The Tony Bennett Show. And Tony Bennett died. Uh, he was diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's in uh, 2016. Performed a little bit. Died at the age of 96. His uh, publicist confirmed the death this morning to the Associated Press. Lived a long, long life. Entertained a lot, a lot of people. Godspeed, Mr. Tony Bennett. Let's get to some good morning, shall we? Because we are chock full of goodness today, including celebrity ass death match. Yeah! Woo! All right, first one here, Scott. Yeah, yeah Scott, I gotta get something here. Hey, hold on a second here, Scott. We gotta get something in here for you. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's because you're always here, Scott, and I, I feel bad. I don't have a walk up for you. Come on. Oh, there we go. Um, uh, how long is this? I know why you're here. Stop messing around with it. Let's get right to it. Yeah, there you go. I like that, Scott. I know why you're here. There we go. Stop messing around with it. Let's get right to it. He says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Good morning to you, Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, she says, good morning, Ass family. Happy Friday. Well, happy Friday to you. Oh, my lucky Whoa, it is the one, uh, the only, uh, bratty kid. Like a midget at a urinal, I was going to have to stay on my toes. Yes, yes, you will. I hope you have a spectacular day. Mr. J says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Happy Friday. Well, happy Friday to you. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Good, Darren. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good morning, ass family. Thank goodness it's Friday. Let's close this week out with some ass. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Stackhouse says, good morning, ass family. Tomorrow is my big 42, and I'm feeling every year of it. Well, well, we're not going to be here tomorrow. So I guess we got to... Might need a translator. Stack hard. Happy birthday 
Yeah. Yeah. All right, one more. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear No, no. Happy birthday to you. Well, that might have been in in Hindu. That might have been Hindi for Stackhar, but I'm not sure. But Stackhar, have a great birthday tomorrow, my friend. Uh... (laughs) I know, I'm getting worse, aren't I? Becca! Oh, Derek! Becca! Says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. I got the day off heading to the Rubicon. A fun wheeling weekend. Well, Becca. you have a great time, my friend. Oh, I love trash. Panda! He says, good morning, family. Get those cans out three feet apart today, right? See, did I get that part right, Trash Panda? See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. How about them, Cowboy? Yeah, Cowboy Ryan says, thank God it's Friday-ass family. Happy birthday, Stack Car. Uh, Alicia all up in the house. We got to get the music up here. Let's go. Where are the good morning drops? There they are. And now. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. Alicia's this morning, ass family, about 30 minutes away from clocking out. Jalapena. Zach just texted, it's going to be 83 here in Washington State today. Well, it's going to be 72 inside my house today. So I think I've won. Patow! Cowboys Girl says, rest in peace, Tony Bennett. Yes, indeed. My opinion's the only one that counts. Fred, good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you're doing well today. Cowboy's Girl says, uh, happy birthday tomorrow, Stackar. Hope you get a big pickle cake. That's just disgusting. Who would want a pickle cake? I mean, Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. R.I.P. Tony Bennett. I had no idea that he had Alzheimer's. It's a horrible disease. I don't know if you've known anybody that's ever had to deal with someone suffering. It's terrible. You know, the weird thing is, you know, my, my, my grandmother Edna. My grandmother Edna, she she uh, she's a woman that I loved as much as my dad, if not more. Really did give me my sense of humor and my sense of well racism. I I, I attest all of my racism towards my grandmother. She taught me well, um, but she did die of Alzheimer's. Sadly, um, did not care for Tony Bennett. Did not care for Tony Bennett. Who, who, by the way, just died of Alzheimer's here, which we we're talking about. Um, she used to, she, she would say, "Oh, don't play that." Now, now she used a slur. Now it's a slur now, but for while she was growing up, it was regular. And even when my dad was growing up, it was regular. And even when I was kind of little, it was still regular because there's a place in St. Louis that they just call the Hill now, but old St. Louisites. Who, whose sisters didn't or daughters didn't marry into Italian families, they would refer to the hill as uh, Dago Hill. And she's like, oh, don't, don't play that goddamn Dago. Get some Frank Sinatra on there. I'm like, I, I, I think he's Italian too, but, but you couldn't tell her anything. And by the way, my grandmother, God bless her soul, died of Alzheimer's, loved Liberace. Thought Liberace was the cat's meow, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah, she didn't see a lot, but but that could have been. And and she also one of the downfalls of her Alzheimer's, I I believe, is that she used to paint her car of forty six or fifty six Ford Falcon with uh, blue house paint, chrome and all. But did not touch the giant hole in the back seat where I could actually touch the ground while driving. So so there you go. But yeah. Uh, Mr. J says, mmm, pickle buttermilk frosting. Happy birthday, Stackler. That's terrible. Ogre! Oh, uh, bueno, she is my friend. Ogre, oh, ogre. Oh, there you go. He says, Buenos dias, familia. Did Tony Bennett paint his car too? I don't know if Tony Bennett had. Why would you ask if Tony Bennett had a. I'm not sure. That's weird. Uh, holy shit, Al Pacino influenced his singing style. Uh, College Station! The stars at night are big and bright. Uh, she says, good morning, ass people. Uh, <laughs> we're getting down on Friday. Indeed, indeed we are. Good morning to you. Hope that you are doing well. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Yeah. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. B. Coop says, I heard Tony Bennett painted his car blue. That's so weird. You know, Tony Bennett died today. I don't, I, I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 2016. Terrible disease. My grandmother, Edna, uh, she she had it. A uh, woman I loved as much as my dad. Um, she did not care. For Tony Bennett, uh, she used to refer to him as a slur that they used growing up in the Midwest. Uh, uh, she's like, dah, dah, don't play that Dago. And I'm like, and, and she also was in love with fucking. <laughs> I can't believe she loved fucking. Oh, Liberace. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, she used to paint her car blue with blue house paint, chrome and all instead of washing it. But didn't do anything to the hole in the back seat where I could touch the ground. But it's weird that you bring it up. Uh, gold in the house. Hey, yo. He says, uh, good Friday morning, chicos and chicas. Stackar says, thanks, everybody. Ogre says, Stackar, I'm playing rhythm on the taba for you. Well, I, that's awesome. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Uh, there's only one birthday that matters, and that's my birthday on Monday. I'll be nine. Yes, yes, Steph, you will be nine years old because everything. Well, we'll, we'll have to remember that Monday. Oh, next week is a, a, a special birthday week, by the way. There's a certain somebody who lives in my house. It's their birthday week. Now, well, it's been their birthday month for the last two months, and then one more month, and then I barely get a month, which, by the way, I'm not celebrating this year. Nothing. Um, but, yes, uh, so next week is uh, birthday week. And birthday music picked out by a guest DJ all week. Uh, Rise says, happy birthday, Stackhart. Slum Roy says, happy birthday, Stackhart. Chas Panda says, yep. Did Tony Everbennett do a duet with duet uh, with Adele? Oh, you know what? Really? Really? Et tu, Cowboys Ryan? Et tu? Hello. It's me. I was wondering no, I if after all these years you'd like I don't want to meet you at all, at all, no. Um, there's a tire shop with Italian tires on Dago Hill. They go this way, they go that way. And when they go flat, they go wop, wop, wop. 
Uh, Stinkfist says, I bet Liberace wouldn't have loved her back if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. I always heard Liberace was single because he never found the right women, woman. Uh, oh, all right. So I got a listener mail since we're talking about music and, and, and stuff. There's a giant story going on, and we'll get to all the, the FBI shit and all the... Look, well, like I said, chock full of goodness and nutrients today, the Arnie State Show is. It's keto-friendly. It's non-glucose. It is glucose. It's extra MSG. It's no MSG. This show has everything today, all right? The first thing is I want to read this mail. Now, we usually do mail on Wednesdays, but you people have been sending me mail, and they're good mails, and i got to get to them. And all of our mail is sponsored by JS Floors, best flooring store in the West. The rest? Mm Mm-mm. No, you you don't want to know what they do with ferrets. They call them wiener warmers. That's disgusting. But my friend Jesse, he doesn't. He doesn't even like ferrets. You know what he likes? He likes putting in great floors. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from Bill, and it's a short and sweet letter, and I just want to cover this real fast. Uh, by real fast, I mean I'm going to fucking rant. Uh, Arnie, what do you think of the controversy over the new Jason L. Dean song? This, this story is everywhere. I guess Jason L. Dean, by the way, shitty country artist. Terrible. Awful. Can't stand him. He got too drunk last week and he said he had heat stroke. Whatever. His new song came out about a small town, and I guess it's very gun-friendly and it's shooting people and doing all this kind of stuff. I am sick and fucking tired. Yeah, that's right, I said it. I am sick and fucking tired of people trying to hold country music accountable for anything. I even have to defend someone on this show that I absolutely, positively hate. And with Tom Segura's help, we will find those bodies, Garth Brooks. When they took the song, The Thunder Rolls Down, because it had to deal with, that's right, that horrible topic. The topic that no one wants to talk about. Domestic violence. (laughs) Now, let's set some things straight. So this song is very pro-gun, very pro-conservative. Country music stations are taking it off the dial, all this kind of stuff. This is how you can tell country music is dead. He's probably singing in a place called Lynchville. <laughs> now, that wouldn't be bad. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn says, uh, happy Friday-ass family. It's my weekend. All right, good. I don't have this. I, look, I fucking hate Jason Aldean. I cannot stand him. I, I, I think he is I, I think he is really, really just a, a piece of crap 
on the ass of country music. Your wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast ball so good. Goski, good morning to you, my friend. Swoosh. <laughs> Jason Aldean's song and video came out in May. Why is there controversy coming out now? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. To sell records. That's all this is. Country music, by the way. Country, country. you want to talk about a genre that has fucking killed itself? Besides bagpipes? Timmy and Nicole! Top of the morning to ya! Um, Yahoo, it's Friday. Happy day, friends. That's Timmy and Nicole. Zach says, why are there two standards in music? New song, bad, yet the rap song, WAP, is empowering. You don't even have to go outside of genres, okay? The Thunder Rolls gets banned because it has to do with domestic violence. Well, what did this song have to deal with? It's a song by that horrible group, the Dixie Chicks. Let's let's fast forward. So bad, huh? Hit for the Dixie Chicks. And that had to deal with domestic violence and then murder and covering up the murder. But it sold millions of records. Now, did it stop there? Oh, no. Let's move on to the year 2005, shall we? Another artist I cannot fucking stand because she can't sing... She just hollers. Let's fast forward a bit, shall we? And he don't know. Here we go. What you gonna do to him? I dug my key into the side of this pretty little souped up four-wheel drive. Called my name into his leather seat. I took a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Slashed our home and all four tires. destruction of personal property because he cheated on you. By the way, enormous hit. Gigantic. But maybe you're saying, well, well, Arnie, that was in 1999 and then 2005. Um, uh, Mage, Mage, hold on one second, my friend. I got one more to get to here. Um, okay. The other song in 2007 made this woman. He rolled 233 under my feet. Nothing on this wide rock but a little old man. See me crazy, yeah. Slap my face and shook me like a ragdoll. Don't that sound like a real man? I'm gonna show him. 
because once again, domestic violence is solved by when he gets out of jail, you fucking shoot him dead. Enormous hit. And nobody said anything. Mage, what's up, buddy? Hey, man, I'm on the road. Uh, I was taking my kid to a doctor's appointment, and I heard uh, what you're talking about. And I know you're not a Garth Brooks fan or anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was until you told me he's an OU fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, it's not, I mean, it's a, it's a, uh, what's it? It's a song about a guy cheating on his wife, and the domestic violence part is only on there if you go to the live show. Well, but, but, but Mage, Mage, it's you the don't. Last verse. Mage, you don't realize what you you said it all in the very beginning. Yeah. It's a song. That's well, yeah, all I mean, it is. It's a song. It's a song, and, and here's the funny thing. I'm I'm originally from California. I have two little kids. And my wife and I grew up in bad neighborhoods. I grew up in a, a blue neighborhood. She blew up in a grew up in a red neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And there's one CD that's in my car all the time, the Chronic album. You goddamn and right. And I have Straight Outta Compton from the movie because that CD you can't listen to online unless you, you know, own the CD. Right. And uh, you know, when I roll up to church and Straight Outta Compton's playing in my car, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks thinking about a lady shooting his wife on the third verse, at, yeah. you know, only on the special edition is bad. Yeah. Oh, I, fuck it, off. I, it, it, look, it's so stupid. Those th I, I gave you those three examples of female artists, and they got away with it because it's okay. Well, I'm a survivor of female domestic violence on me because I didn't want to kill somebody, but it still happened to me, and I got to say, it's, it's funny that we allow the double standard so much. I'm not upset by it. I'm just trying to point out, A, it's a fucking song, first of all. It's, it's like the, uh, the Christmas, uh, you know, the date rape song, and they were talking uh, when that year when they were saying that it was bad, the number one song in the country was, like, my wet my wet badge or wet pussy or wet something. ass pussy whap yes yeah. oh yeah I, it's stupid it's and by the way their songs they're so easy to get away from because you can always turn it off yeah. oh god damn it man i swear to god this world they they try to make the world so fucking hard it's real easy if you don't like something then don't listen to it <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much, man. I'll, I'll be listening, but on the road. All right, buddy. Um, well, tell Delta I said hey. Okay. See you, buddy. Uh, I, I, th th look, look. It's only a song. And secondly, here, can we go back to a good time when country music? Uh, I gotta get rid of it. When all music was fun. Why does music have to have such meaning now? Why, why can't we have the old days of, um, right here? Well, my mama met my daddy down in Alabama. They tied the knot, so here I am. Born on the bayou on the Texas line. Loved in Louisiana, raised on Jambalaya. Nothing political there. That's that right there is great country music. That is amazing country music right there. I don't need messages in music. I don't need them. 
Do you remember how they used to tell us? This This is my favorite part. This is one of my favorite things to talk about when it comes to music. Who knows if I even get to the rest of the fucking show today. Um, do you remember how hard they tried to play the records backwards? And in all, it, it seemed like in all of rock music, there was devil telling you to do stuff. Freddy is the devil. Devil is good. Devil, devil. And you had to play it backwards and slow it down. And then, like, turn up the bass, but turn the treble way, way low. At least back in the old days, they tried to hide it. Now they're just putting out all their political agendas in their music. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I mean, you want to know how political I want to get in music? This is how political I want to get in music. This is the most political song I know. If the South would have won, we'd have had it made. You're goddamn right. I'd probably run for president of the Southern State. The day Elvis passed away would be our national holiday. If the South would have won, we'd have had it made. There you go. That's as political as I want to get. Oh, I thought Mage was from Okinawa. Oh, Adam J. in the house. I didn't see you there. You, you, you snuck in on me, my friend. Mama's in the graveyard. Papa's in the pen. Good morning, Artie. Good morning, my friend. How many rap songs have horrible lyrics but are fucking awesome to listen to? People need to fuck off. Yes, they do. I wonder if they'll ban uh, Johnny Cash's uh, Delia's Gone. Oh, oh, hold on a second. We, I, I believe... We, I mean, any any fan of Johnny Cash would probably have this. Delia's gone. Well, I used to have it. How come I don't have Delia's gone anymore? Was that on a CD I had? Oh, come on now. Hold on. How do you spell that shit? Where'd it go? Uh, Delia gone. Oh, there we go. There it is. There we go. Delia. Oh, Delia. Delia all my life. If I hadn't shot poor Delia, I'd have had her for my wife. Delia's gone. One more round. Delia's gone. Love that song. Ogre, great call on that. Uh, Funky Cole Medina is about GHB and the date rape jug. Listen to it again, yeah? When music was fun, listening to the Outlaws on 8-track in 1978. Amen. What about setting fire to the rain, domestic violence against Mother Nature by a certain somebody? I'm not going to read her name again now for a while, damn it. Uh, Arnie, y'all lost. Get over it. See, there it is. His original verse is the South would have won. We'd had it made. Watch Oh, no. Whipping the sip the lemonade. Take this job and shove it by Johnny Paycheck. Has been using, uh, has been sung by liberals for years. Uh, the great Johnny Paycheck's Colorado Kool-Aid would never have made it today. No, it, it wouldn't have. And then there's this song that I play on the song all the time. I fucking love this song. 
and I heard it the first time that I, this is one of the greatest songs ever. It's about a guy who sees his gal cheating on him, and he walks over and he guts her. That is one of the greatest songs in the world. We used to, you know what? We used to go, oh, it's a song. It's a song. But you see, the softer generation, these softer fucking pussies that, that, that have infiltrated, and they're in my age group too. There are people in my age group that are soft as fucking. They, they're four-ply. We, we do not play music that... That, that 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 complements violence. We 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 uh, okay great super duper way to live your life. Is it a good song? Can you dance to it? Can you sing along to it? Oh, you can, you can. Well, that makes it a good song. I swear to God, people take everything now so fucking seriously when it comes to arts. Comedy, I I don't even want to get into comedy. 16 tons of Democrats' national anthem for how they want the world to work. Yeah. How about the Guns N' Roses song, One in a Million? That's about criticizing nightweed people, homosexuals, and immigrants. If you take songs literally, Triple H would be playing Monopoly and Clue according to his entrance. It's all about the game. People need to lighten up. Look, I, I didn't care about wet-ass pussy. I couldn't believe that a song like That Dirty would be such a huge hit. Because you remember the world did end at, at one time. For, uh, us folks out there that, that, that know a thing about a thing or two, the world ended when this song came out. Luke Skywalker and the two live crew. That record came out in 1986. Do you want to know how I know it came out in 1986? It's because that was one of the first albums to ever have that wonderful fucking, uh, uh, well, they didn't have the sticker yet because that was that, that big fat Al Gore's wife deal. That was a few years away, but man, people were so upset by the lyrics of that. That you had to be 16 to buy it. Not kidding. In the great state of Texas, you had to be 16 years old to buy that CD. Or in my case, cassette tape, because I did not have a CD player. And I went to Sound Warehouse. That was our big record store. It was Peaches at first, and then Peaches turned into Sound Warehouse. I went to Sound Warehouse, put it down on the counter, had my money ready to go. It was like $7.99. So it was like $10, yes, back when music was affordable. And the 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 17-year-old burnout from Brian Adams High School who had just gotten done smoking about 12 doobies in the back. Goes, uh, hey man, uh, you got ID? I was like, no. He goes, well, I, I can't sell you this. 
I go, why? He goes, well, you need to be 16, and you're 16, you got ID. So I got mad. Now, the sound warehouse I went to was on Garland Road and uh, by the Castle Linda Mall. Castle Linda was an outdoor-type mall. It wasn't really a mall, but it was, that's what they called it. Had a big movie theater. Saw Top Gun at Castle Linda Movie Theater. I really, they used to have, I don't know if it's really good anymore because all chilies suck, but they had a great chilies in Castle Linda. And then they had, like, an old-time record store there. Sold 45s, sold today's hits, but mainly they sold older stuff. And I went in there because it was just right across the street. And I said, excuse me, um, do y'all have uh, Luke Skywalker and the two live crews um, uh, hit or, or, or album? And they're like, well, we don't know who that is. And I told them, oh, it's a rap group, and they sing kind of dirty. I'm, I'm, I'm 15. I'm not going to lie. Lady goes, no, we don't have it. I go, well, they, they had it over at Santa Warehouse, but they wouldn't sell it to me because I was, wasn't 16. She goes, they wouldn't sell it to you because you weren't 16? That's dumb. She's like, she calls this kid from the back, hey, Ringo. Ringo comes running out. I think he knows the guy that works at Sound Warehouse because I think they were up to the same thing back there. Ringo, go over to Sound Warehouse and buy this record. I said, cassette, cassette. And what, what's the name of it? And I said, Luke Skywalker and the two live crew. He goes, okay. Ringo got in his car, drove over there, bought the cassette, brought it back to me. I gave him money. They gave. I, I never went back to I went to the Sound Warehouse a couple more times, but if I ever need anything, I always went to that record store because that was great customer service. People lost their minds over that shit. And that's what it comes down to. It comes down to great marketing. Absolutely. That's all it's about. It's, it, look, the record companies love this. I mean, this song right here, who said it right here? This and Nine Inch Nails caused such an uproar. The song Closer. Great song. I mean, he wants to fuck you like an animal. I mean, that's love. That's a love song. You let me violate you. I mean, that, that, that right there, I violated your heart, honey. I love you. <laughs> Hell, they did uh, ban the, in the USA from all the kickback they got for it. Two live crew, nasty as they want to be. Look, look, here's the thing, man. It's me. If you don't like it, and, and my parents had a rule growing up. See, this is, this is what it takes to be a parent. Okay, I don't know what it takes, but I, I saw what a couple of people did, and I think they did a pretty good fucking job. My parents knew I loved music at an early age. My dad was a musician. I absolutely loved it. I was terrible on the piano. We aren't going to even talk about my failed attempt at being a musician because I knew I wasn't going to be. And I knew that I didn't have the chops to do it. Because I would watch my dad practice. Practice. My dad had lesson books and scales and different um, exercises to do for the piano, and that's what he would do. He wouldn't just go back to the piano room. We had a piano room. We had a, a, an upright piano. We didn't have a, a baby grand or anything because those were way too expensive. 
And my dad would sit in there, and my dad would practice for hours, hours at a time. My dad was a hell of a piano player. And by the way, most of it was self-taught after he got back from Korea, which I didn't know. I thought he was playing ever since he was a little kid. He didn't start up until he was like 23 or 24. And I saw what it took. And I said, no, I can, I can do that in other ways. I can work that hard at something that I love. My dad loved playing the piano. I love making people laugh. There you go. But these artists, just go out. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. I'm going to tell you something. I love all kinds of music except a couple. Fuck, I love Gaelic music. I love music from the Highlands. I love bagpipes. But you know what I hate? I fucking hate reggae. Fucking cannot stand it. I think it's garbage. I think it's shit. Now, if you like it, more power to you. Great. Awesome. I imagine you don't like some of the kind of music I like, which that's fine. You probably don't like Gaelic Highland music. Not that I listen to a lot of Gaelic Highland music, but I like it. Uh, I was born in U.S. Air Force Base in Okinawa. I lived in Japan and Sacramento for most of my life, then moved to Colorado because Cali sucks, LOL. Um, I, it's just fucking A. The controversy over this. Oh, country music isn't going to play it. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Let's talk about important things, shall we? Let's talk about, let's talk about... Wow! Wow! Christopher and Mr. Mrs. Christopher. Holy shit! We got not one... But two reviews, and they will be the biggest movies of the summer. Or at least two of the bigger ones. First of all, Mrs. Christopher went and saw the Barbie movie. Now, let me finish this and I'll tell you my story about yesterday. And then Mr. Christopher went and saw the new Oppenheimer movie. And the reviews are up on social media. Great job going to those star-studded galas and premieres. I appreciate it. The Ass Family appreciates it. Christopher, how political is the Oppenheimer movie? Meaning, I mean, is this is something that, that that they see is he's resenting it. I, I mean, I'm I'm afraid to see this movie. I'm I'm totally afraid to see this movie because I agreed with what we did. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, this this is something that had to be done. There's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. And people look at this and judge it in the course of history. And I don't want them to make the movie that way. The Barbie movie. I look. The Barbie movie is going to be the Barbie movie. Um. Let's see. Uh, no reggae music, man. <laughs> Alicia says, ha ha, you know, I enjoy reggae. Well, you know, liking the sounds of Jamaica, man. This show not Irie. Go back to Babylon country, man. 
I've always said sometimes a song is just a song. Yep. I can listen to pretty much any music except ICP. Who the blank likes ICP? I'll tell you who. Jay Slater. Jay Slater is a huge. He is a juggalo. Zach says, I once dated a girl who liked techno, made my ears bleed. There you go. You still put up with it for the ass. Don't forget NWA uh, for arrested multiple times for fuck the police. Sure. Christopher and his wife have some reviewsums. Um, all right, let, let, let's get into to some of this. Christopher, amazing job, man. Wow. Uh, there's a big story that broke yesterday. Big, big stuff here. And they, I think they have evidence uh, that the Bidens coerced Bursima CEO to pay them millions of dollars to help get Ukraine prosecutor fired. Oh, boy. Mikolai Zokolsky to pay them millions of dollars in exchange for their help in getting Ukraine prosecutor investigating the company fired, according to uh, allegations contained in an FBI document released Thursday by Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican from Iowa. Can, can, can... I have to do it. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry we have to do this. Y- you know I don't like doing this because this is not a, a fun thing for me. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for America's favorite new game show. Shit! 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 Or get off Today's contestant, like it usually is, is the corrupt Biden family and the mountains and mountains and mountains of evidence that we have against them, yet no one has been charged with anything. I swear to God. I mean, seriously. Why do I continue to do these stories? Why do I continue to, when I find the story the day before, look at it and go, holy shit, this is huge. And then nothing happened from it. I I, I mean, really? Look, I I, want to get exasperated about it. I want to go, told you so. I want to hit all my told you so things. So who says evidence? So now it's time to the game show. Shit or get off the pot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I swear. Every day it's like worse. We're going to get videotape of Joe fucking a, a puppy. It's going to be played on every network in America, and people are going to still be like, well, you know, he's still a good guy. Um, but he's fucking a puppy. But 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 he's Joe Biden. We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight E I G H percent. Eight percent. So that's a little under a billion dollars. Well, a billion. That's right under about 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 a million or ten million dollars or a hundred million. I don't know. 
Trump would have 700 impeachment trials, Biden zero. I mean, they're taking, they're taking Donald Trump to court for having documents he wasn't supposed to have. Yet, shh, Joe Biden did too. And he took him when he was a vice president, so he really wasn't supposed to have them. But, shh. Let's not even mention Hillary. What language does E-I-G-A spell eight? Oh, that, that, that'd be American. That'd be the, the language of America. It, it's so stupid. So stupid. And we keep putting up with it. By the way, it was a $10 million bribery scam. The Bursama CEO said Hunter was stupid but necessary to keep on board because of his dad could protect them from problems. <laughs> Hunter was stupid. We had to keep him around. That's like having the ugly fat girl around because all the hot girls want to hang out with her. Well, we got to keep Bertha around. Oh, and there's still a chance that this guy could be reelected. That, that's the crazy part. That's the part that blows my mind. When they came on, when, when, when the, the View the other day came on, that, that, uh, the, the Cheetah Gonzalez chick, uh, the, the, the Speedy Gonzalez's cousin, when she's like, Hola, uh, Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. Well, has he been treasonous? I'm sorry, has he? Because Joe Biden's been quite treasonous. Treasonous. That's a tough word, treasonous. No, we don't talk about that. She just became Asian just out of nowhere. Sorry. We're all seeing it, right? Everybody sees this. Well, wait a second, wait a second. Now, I know that at one time I was kind of a Big deal, little celebrity action. Do I have a special internet that nobody else has? It, 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 did I get the did, did I get the fancy dancy one? Because I, I go to places like DailyMail.com.uk. I go to FoxNews.com. I, I I don't know if y'all get the same stuff I get. Maybe I get the intel because you know I'm I'm a part of the elite. I see it, you see it, we all see it, but there's still people that are willing to say, well, Joe Biden's done a great job. Joe, Biden, Joe Biden's done what? Is it about pardon? Did, I erased my damn TikTok page again because I'm, I'm getting pissed at being fucking... Did, what did I... I hope I saved the Joe Biden one from this... Oh, I didn't. Doggone it. It's on my old page. Damn it. Joe Biden was giving a speech yesterday about Bidenomics or Bidenemics or whatever he's calling it. Boy, he just stumbled all over the place. Rest of the White House bust out in the Encantino song, We Don't Talk About Hunter. I swear. This, this to me, this is, this is so comedy. Like, this is shit I can't write. I, uh, I, I... <laughs> 
I, I wish I could give you an update on, on, on this. I wish I could, but I, I can't right now. Oh, my God. Something. <laughs> and I, I, when I heard it, I just started laughing. Like, like I, I, I didn't get mad or anything. I just started laughing. And I thought to myself, I could do 15 minutes on this alone. And I promise I will. I promise. Because, it, it, like I said, I can't write this yet. Real life is so much funnier than coming up with bullshit. The shit that I see in public and the shit that I see all over the place. Uh, let's see. I want to see. Uh, since uh, this story has gotten bigger, the White House press secretary has had a bad time. Oh yeah. Oh, that gal is just look. Moppy, Mop, Moppy is so. Uh, Moppy is so in over her head. We want, the, we want the drama. Give us the lives of the state. No, can't do it today. Believe me, it's delicious enough to wait for. I prom—I promise you, promise you. AOC lashes out at Twitter, claims she's never experienced more harassment before. Well, simple solution. Once again, today I am—I am offering the simplest solutions. We should rename the show. Darney States offers simplesolutions.com. Hey, AOC. You're getting harassed like never before on Twitter? Well, I have an easy solution for you. We need the crowd to go, what would it be? And then I would simply say, don't go on Twitter. Is, is life that hard? Seriously. I'm not asking for a friend. If you're being harassed and you're an adult on Twitter and you're you're bitching about it, there's one simple solution. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Ass. Arnie's simple solutions. The, the word ass is amazing, isn't it? I love it. Arnie's simple solutions. If you're getting harassed on Twitter, don't use Twitter. If you're offended by Jason Aldean's country song, don't listen to Jason Aldean's country song. If you don't like what I talk about on this show, then don't fucking listen to this show. <sighs> I think that 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 right there is one of my all-time favorite things that I get mad at. In my own life. Now I've told the story a million times. And guess what? Million one coming up right here. There's a fellow in Sacramento that didn't care for our show. His name was James Peak. This is all public record so I can tell you his name. James Peak hated our show. Now James Peak was um, kind of a troubled guy. Uh, I know that his sister was in a terrible accident, and she ended up having to spend the rest of her life, you know, depending on others, if you know what I mean. And for some reason, 
when Mr. Peak wasn't of the right sound of mind, and he would hear our show, he would think that whenever I was making fun of women, I was talking directly about his sister. Now, truth be told, James, I was, since I never met her, and I, I, but, but she was the one that I was talking about. You fucking cock. We had a stack of emails sent from an email address that was associated with him that we thought, well, it was, that included death threats, raping of certain people's wives. I don't know why he'd rape her. Oof. But, and he did not like us. Well, and this is about our second year in Sacramento, second or third year in Sacramento. At this time, we are blowing up. We are huge. And uh, we go on vacation. And it, it was one of it was our summer vacation, so it was a week off that we had back when we only got one week paid. I started that. And I wasn't really, I, I think I was going down to play Pebble Beach that week. But the first few days, I was just going to stay in town. And I remember I was driving on 80. I was headed towards Sacramento. I think I was going to have lunch or something with somebody. And I got a phone call saying, hey, have you seen the sack B? I said, nope. I said, well, you need to get a copy. Pull over off of Antelope. Go to 7-Eleven, get the sack B. Go to the lifestyle section, and there's... Big picture of somebody I've never seen before, but I see my name in the title, along with the two people that I do the show with. And I read this article about why this guy doesn't like us. And um, I'm reading the article here, and this is the day I knew journalism was dead, <clears throat> because this was kind of a hit piece on us. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it right now. We did not have a lot of friends at the newspaper. We didn't have a lot of friends, <coughs> pardon me, in media at all because we didn't want to associate with them. We just didn't. Is it because we thought we were better than them? Well, I knew that we worked harder than them. If, I, if you want me to say it, yes, we were better than them. I'll always say that about myself. I'm a better broadcaster than anybody else walking the face of the earth. It's not cockiness. It's a confidence that I have. Um, and this was a hit piece on us, and that's fine. You know, at the time I was upset about it, but I look back on it now and go understand. I mean, this is the same the same group of people that went after me when I was supposed to be Sacramento's most eligible bachelor at one time, and then they said they would take all their advertising out of Sacramento Magazine if I was even in the article, and I was supposed to be on the cover. I had never been on the cover of a magazine before. Did I? I did. I didn't think I was gonna find a love. But I wanted to be on, look, look, if you know anything about me, you know that I like shit that boosts my ego. Braddy Kidd will be the first one to tell you that. I'm in a Hall of Fame. I don't give a shit it's a small Hall of Fame. Are you in a Hall of Fame? No. Have you been on a magazine cover? Well, neither have I. Another hit piece. Fine. You're threatened by my talent. Great. 
This article goes on, and the interviewer, who I don't remember, probably somebody who's sucking dicks right now at a train station in fucking Oak Lawn, or Oak Park. I'm sorry, Oak Lawn's the bad part here. Why do they always put Oak in front of bad parts? I like Oakwood. Oakland. Oak Park. Oak Lawn here. South Oak Cliff. I really got something against the word oak. Anywho, they asked him, they said, well, if you dislike this show so much, why do you leave it on in your car? He had like a 30-minute commute. And his answer was, and once again, this is three years into our 10-year, or our 20-year, if you will, at 98 Rock. He said... Let me get the right, um, let me get the right, there it is, there it is. He said, I don't change the station because I like the music. Um, they liked you guys on KMAX 31, yes, because the station paid for them to like us. The reason why I played the crickets there is because we didn't play music on our show. We didn't even have cool music bumpers yet into our show. We would come from commercial break straight into us. It would go commercial break, 98 Rock bumper, or, or our show bumper into us talking. And I searched the paper. I was looking for continued on back page, looked through the funny section, that, that's the comics. That's what we call them sometimes is the funny papers. Uh, look, look, look through the, 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 the one ads. There's no continuance because they missed a story. They missed a question. And that question is, well, you're aware they don't play music on that show. That was not asked. Why don't you change the station? Because I like the music. We, we don't play music during our show, sir. I'm going to tell you why you like it. He liked it because there's a lot of things we do that upset us that we like. We like to get mad. We like to get fired up. We like to get pissed off at shit. Some, there's some of us, not talking to everyone, there's some of us out there that like to get pissed off at shit. I'm one of those people. I love getting pissed off at shit. I was coming home the other day, I was driving, big old black truck. Coming up the road, I definitely got the fucking right of way. Some ass clown in like a Jeep Wagoneer, Cherokee, I don't know what it was, is, is, is coming, he's on my right side, he's making a left in front of me, and not only is he cutting me off to where I got to slow down, now he stops in the middle of the road for no reason. I got to hit the brakes, shit goes flying up, and he starts to yell at me. And mistake, it was early in the day, and I had my window down. And he yelled at me, and I might have said a few choice curse words and maybe a slur. Because he looked like he was from south of the border, down in Mexico way. I was ready to go. Oh, I was fired up. That actually improved my mood that day. 
And I know that's the shortcoming that I have. I know it. A lot of people don't. I have a big shortcoming there. But it's okay, because at least I know it. And I'm not going to go out and try to cancel anybody's fucking music careers or comedy careers because they offended me. They hurt my feelings because I take everything so personally. I take it. When Dave Chappelle says a joke about white people, since he knows me, I'm going to take it personal. Idiots. I swear to God. All right. Enough of this. We, we have important shit to do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that time. Time for Celebrity. Celebrity. Today's death match was submitted by the one and only V. Coop. I did a couple tweaks here and there. Today's celebrity ass death match. We are looking for the Mount Rushmore of Ruiners. Let's get it on. These are people that ruin everything all the time for everybody. Our first contestants today, Ass Family, in the category of Ruiners. We have... Vegans. I'm a vegan. Do you have vegan options? Way to ruin every restaurant for us. Way to go. And you don't want to eat that. Great. Super. Don't eat it. Then don't have, don't come to McDonald's. And they're taking on the people that fuck up the self-checkout. And you know who I'm talking about? People that take 46 items through the self-checkout, including vegetables. You don't know how to get the codes. You've never worked at a grocery store. You're slowing things down. So in our first matchup, Ass Family, vegans versus people that fuck up the self-checkout, Ass Family, (laughs) who you got? the Geneva Convention, I am flipping a Copenhagen can, 10 side up vegans, brown side up, people that fuck up the self-checkout. It is people that fuck up the self-checkout. That's a, that's the new way we're going to do it. That fuck up. And I actually did flip it. All right. <clears throat> Next matchup. 
This one's mainly for us fellas out here. People who ruin shit. People that talk at the urinals. I don't want to talk to you. I want to pee. Do not, do not start a conversation, especially if you say the words, nice dick. And they're taking on those ass goblins that they do this everywhere, whether it's a restaurant or a movie theater. Let's say you're one of the first people in there and you get your seat and they sit right next to you. There's a whole theater. Don't come sit right next to me. That's like the close urinal takers. But we've already got somebody in the urinal already. So urinal talkers about against seat two closer to getters. Ah! Ass family. Who you got? People, the seat getters. Oh, I hate you bastards so much. And it's not like I take the best seat in the house. No, 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 no. No, you see, this always happened to me when I went to the movies by myself, like when I was reviewing movies and stuff. I would take a seat up in the right-hand or left-hand corner, mainly because I knew nobody would sit behind me, and if I needed to get on my phone, I could get on my phone back there, and I'm not going to disturb anybody. But And I left the middle part open. People would always come and sit fucking right next to me. Fucking assholes. All right. Next in our matchup. Oh, it has to do with that device that is attached at the hip literally to people. Ask family, we're talking cell phones. Which one is a bigger ruiner? Group texters? (laughs) That gives me the heebie-jeebies. I do not like group texts. Cannot stand being in group texts. Group texters or speakerphone users? You know, the people that have to talk to everybody and everybody has to hear their conversation because they're so fucking important. And we're not talking at home. We're talking about when you're out at a restaurant or when you're in the mall. You assholes that have to talk on your phone. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm here at North Park. Ah, you're so wonderful. So group texters or speakerphone talkers? Ah! Ask family. Who you got?
microphone talkers. Move on. Oh, boy, they, they galloped right there at the end past. And our last two groups, boy, oh, boy, these are juicy. These are juicy, and I hate them both. These are people that ruin things. The Mount Rushmore of ruiners. Will it be the AA Nazis? The ones that live, breathe, eat, sleep, do everything, defecate, AA, AA this. Have you done this step? Have you done this step? How have you been to a meeting? AA Nazis, the worst. And I'm a member of AA. Taking on Jesus freaks. You know, the ones that every time you ask them a question, would you like a sandwich? Well, do you think Jesus would like a sandwich? No, uh, Jesus is not here with us. And you say that to them and they fucking blow up. Jesus is in my heart everywhere we go. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So we got AA Nazis versus Jesus freaks. Ah! Ask family who you got. Everything all matched up. This one's taking a lot out of me. This, this, this one's a doozy today, people. I'm fired up for this one. V Coop, great job. Great job. All right, to the semifinals. Now, here we go. We got to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. In our first matchup, we have those assholes that like to fuck up the self checkout. You know, the self checkout that's supposed to be smart, it's supposed to be express. Meaning less than 700 items, assholes. Or the people that go to movies or dinners or anywhere where you can sit and they sit right next to you even though there's an entire area open in front of you. People that fuck up self-checkout uh, versus seat getters. Ah! Ask family who you got.
Whoa. This was the most decisive win of the day so far. Ass family, I give you the self-checkout people moving on to the Mount Rushmore. In our final matchup in the Eastern Conference, we have a matchup between the people that have to absolutely, positively always talk on their speakerphone, and we get to hear the other side of their conversation. <sighs> Taking on the people that the answer for every question is J E S U S, the Jesus freaks. Speakerphone talkers, Jesus freaks, yeah! ass family. Who ya got? So half of the Mount Rushmore is set. We have self-checkout versus speakerphone asses. Round two coming up after the next break. A little, uh, 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 a little special day today uh, because it's Friday. You know what we're going to do? Yep, we're going to do it.
Did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king And then became one Well, except for the names and a few other changes If you talk about me The story is the same one But I got an emptiness deep inside That I've tried, but it won't let me go And I'm not a man who likes to swear But I never cared for the sound of being alone I am, I said To no one there And no one heard at all Not even the chair I cried I am, said I And I am lost And I can't even say why I am, I said Set the world right Find 
talking about inflation and recession. This is Joe Biden. How many times you read that a recession's coming? Even Wall Street today said, no, they don't see a recession coming now. Huh? How many times you read that a recession's coming? Even Wall Street today said, no, they don't see a recession coming now. How many times you read that a recession's coming? Even Wall Street today said, no, they don't see a recession coming now. How many times you read and inflate that? I, I had to get that recorded for later. What is he talking about? Uh, that was the shit. Stopped what I was doing. Started singing and dancing. Well, it, it's going to continue. Trash Pan says, Christ, he sucks. You don't like Neil Diamond? Oh, those are fighting words on this show, Panda. That's okay, though. You don't have to like him. That's all right. It's okay. Everybody was. I said, I, earlier I said, reggae sucks. Uh, so there you go. Now, got a couple videos sent to me today. One was only okay. There was a there's there's a hawk that's attacking people in Austin. The video is okay. And 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 whoever I, I forget. Wait, hold on a second here. Uh, I want I want to I want to give the thanks out to who sent it to me. I want to say whoever sent it to me because that's kind of a dick move. It's a douche. But Roy, Roy, thank you so much. Uh, he sent me this story, Slum Roy. Um, birds are now, even now, birds are attacking. Nature is definitely not your friend. The video is just kind of, eh, I'm, I'm waiting for better videos because I guess neighborhoods in Austin are being terrified by. <laughs> and that's not the Texas law hawk. <laughs> is Biden saying recession in a Sean Connery accident? <laughs> Probably. So thank you, Roy, for that. Oski sent me this other video. Now, this other video is awesome. And I'm going to share it with y'all. This is somewhere, I guess, in the Serengeti. Because this ain't happening in Texas nowhere. Because, well, people in Texas ain't this stupid. Now, what we're watching here, we got a couple of young lions. Oh, there's a lioness. And she's walking over in the, the jungle, and she sees, oh, looky there, another lioness. And they, oh, wow, look. 
the fresh carcass of a zebra. I think I'm just going to dig right on in. Now, you can hear the assholes that are watching this and filming this. Now here comes a lion. Get the fuck out of the way, bitch. This lion's fucking mine. Get out of here. This is for me and my bitch. That lion's like, hey, bitch. You know I wanted that. Now, here comes... This is the part I don't understand. Somebody rolls up in a car, and there's a dude sitting on the hood... And he's literally 20 feet away from a lion that is chomping on a carcass. Now we continue, and this is where I would get the fuck out of Dodge. Oh, another lion! Racha! 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 Oh, there's another car! And there are people that can get it. Now they're all getting the carcass. Oh, we're going to eat us some, some zebra. I'm going to stick my nuts on your head while I eat this in. Oh, I'm putting my balls on this area of food so you won't eat that. That's the way they do that in nature. And you got morons that are literally feet away. Stupid. Please. Where's the next video where the vicious lions attack humans because they're still hungry? They want some dessert. And it looks like it looks like they're they're a browner skin, so maybe they they're they're in the mood for some Indian. I I don't know, but I have shared that with you. Um, Oski, you're the man. You are the man for sending that video. Oh, I love those kind of things. I just wish it would attack the people. All right, now we'll get back to celebrity ass death match in just a little bit. We've got a few stories here, and these are stories that. I'm glad I'm in the mood that I'm in. I'm glad that we did the Ruiners to where I'm fired up because there's a guy out there who who has a podcast, and he's very, very popular. No, no, he, he didn't just fall down, quote-unquote, into a wine rack. No, I'm talking about an actual decent broadcaster, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has suggested on his podcast that Jeffrey Epstein blackmailed Bill Clinton by showcasing a sultry oil painting of the former president modeling a blue dress and red heels in the foyer of his Manhattan townhouse. (sighs) Rogan goes on to say, the painting's like, I got you, bitch. You know he knows about it. Imagine if I knew some horrible dark secret about you and you came over to my house and I have a giant painting of you. Right when you walk in the front door, you're in a dress, and I'm like, hey, buddy. Now, I like Joe Rogan a lot. I think Joe Rogan is a very talented comedian. I hate to be picky. You know know I hate to be nitpicky here. But possibly, do you think that instead of an oil painting, and by the way, um, here's the uh, here's the link. I'm gonna send it, and you, you scroll down a little bit, and you can see the painting. Um, do you think it's the painting that he's holding over Bill Clinton's head, or was holding over Bill Clinton's head, or was it the fact that Bill Clinton was raping minors? 
And I'm not talking about guys that, that, that were using the canary underground getting coal. I'm talking about girls that were under the age of, I don't know, 16. Which one do you think he was using? I mean, a wacky oil painting that doesn't really look like Bill sat for it. Or the fact that Bill Clinton was on Pedophile Island fucking underage girls. Now, I'm no rocket scientist. I'm no award-winning journalist. I'm no detective. But I'm going to put, if if I were a betting man, I'd I'd go all in on the underage rape thing. Where is the painting now? Hillary has it. And, and by the way, by the way, here's here's another thing. Here's here's another fun fact. Um, um, when you blackmail somebody and you got something deep and dark and secret on them, you don't display it in the foyer of your house. <laughs> you just don't. That, that that that's bad etiquette. That's bad blackmail etiquette. <laughs> hey, I got this really. Hey. If you don't support me, then I'm going to show everybody this painting. Oh, okay, man, I'll support you. You go over to his house, you open the front door, and there it is. You're like, hey, man. Hey, hey, dude. I don't kid yourself, mate. You look like a rapist. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that Jeffrey Epstein was probably not holding the painting over Bill Clinton like, I got you, bitch. I think it was more or less the child rape. I mean, I, I hate to Columbo the situation. But once again, this show is run by logic and consistency. Fake painting of a president address. Or actual evidence that he slept with underage minors. I'm going to go option two. And if I was on a game show and I said option two, the the, the host would say, Correct the mundo. Seems like a rub it in your face thing. Epstein had a lot of these bitches by the balls. Yeah, and, that, and that's why I don't think we're ever going to find out the real truth about it. It's kind of like COVID. We're not going to... Here's the question I have. What do you think we're going to find out about first? The truth about COVID or the truth about Jeffrey Epstein? I'll, I'll ask y'all. Here you go. Here, there, There's the question. Which one? I mean, we're not going to get either, but if we were to get one, would it be over COVID or would it be Jeffrey Epstein? Let's see, uh, JFK assassination, uh, the truth, who stole the 2020 election, uh, COVID, COVID, too many personal eggs at stake with Epstein, COVID, we all know the truth about both, but will there be any justice? I'd say COVID first. COVID will surface first. 
I want the truth on COVID, and that's never going to happen either. No, Epstein, because I want sex traffickers exposed. Well, I don't blame you. I just saw some bullshit fucking ad from, is it, is it Michelob Ultra that they're trying to redo smoking the bandit into an anti-woke thing? Um, if you're going to have somebody play the bandit, first of all, don't. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 this, this is a simple thing. I keep hearing about this Pascal Pascal guy, actor who's been in a bunch of things, and everybody's like, oh, he should be the new bandit. No. No, we're, we're going we're gonna to end that debate right here now. Um, if you remake Smokey, I'm, I'm just going to state this for the record here. July 21st uh, in the year of our Lord, 2023, at um, 1037 Central Standard Time. And I know a lot of Hollywood actors are probably listening right now because you're stealing ideas and writers. You're stealing them from me like you always do. You know who you are. Um, if you remake Smoking the Bandit, I will kill everyone associated with it. Yes, I said it. I, it, it is a threat. It's a threat that's out there in the universe. If you remake Smoking the Bandit, I will kill everyone. I will kill the key grips, the gaffers, um, uh, the best boys. Anyone associated with that movie, dead. It's kind of like what happened to the, the movie American Me when the Mexican Mafia was going to kill everybody that was associated with that movie, including Edward James Olmost. But Danny Trejo saved him. Interesting story. If you remake Smoking the Bandit, I will kill everyone. Kill everyone associated with it. I'm not afraid to say it. You guys can be mad at me for saying it all you want, but I'll do it. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm, 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 somehow I'm letting Roadhouse slide, which because it's not Roadhouse with Conor McGregor and Jake Gyllenhaal. Hopefully they'll see the dailies on that and they'll go, wow, this is a piece of shit. Let's junk it while they're all on strike. There's one other movie that you can't remake. Same thing goes. Same rules go. Smokey and the Bandit, Urban Cowboy. Can't do either one. I will murder you. I promise. Uh, we need to pass law here to never remake Smokey and the Bandit. Amen. Tom Selleck's the only man with a mustache to play Burt Reynolds. No. 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 Uh, no, I'm sorry, but that Pascal guy is not good looking. I, I, look, he's not Burt Reynolds. And by the way, hey, Mick Ultra, if you're going to have a Smoking the Bandit commercial, the Bandit has to have a mustache. Come on. <sighs> Smoking the Bandit remake with Stone Cold and Emily Ratajkowski? No. I No, not even Stone Cold could do it. That's what I said about Valley Girl. Then they made it and it flopped. I didn't kill anyone. The movie killed itself. If they remake 16 Candles, I will go ballistic. Well, see, I'm willing to kill. I'm willing to kill for Smoking the Bandit. No, Roadhouse is not to be remade ever. Yes, but they are doing it with Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor. Also, can't remake Cannonball Run either. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, Urban Cowboy's the best. I was born in Pasadena. We lived in an apartment upstairs for Mickey Gilly when he was starting at Gilly's. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, here. Oh, here, here's, here's the woke-free bud. Hold on. I... We got to play this commercial. I, I don't want to, but I'm going to. You're okay, probably guy. wondering how I got here. 
It's been a wild ride, but I'm just getting started. This guy's a baseball player. This is an unlikely player. story of a fed-up American who had enough of the woke beer companies and decided to do something about it. He's getting into Franz Am. I won't stop until all Americans have a 100% woke-free American Red beer shirt, company cowboy they boots. can be proud of again. Cowboy we'll hat. We'll face obstacles along the way, but nothing will stop us. Not even a woke beer smokey. There's a shop you for T justice. I'm in high-speed pursuit of a conservative dad with a load of ultra-right beer. Hey, conservative dad here. Jump in. We're going to go for a little drive. I got a woke beer smoky on my tail. This is the gayest thing I've ever seen. I'm not kidding. Let me have a sandwich and a bag of chips and make it fast. I'm in a hurry. No. No. I'm in high. No. It's let me have, hello, nice lady. Let me have a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper and make it in a hurry. I'm in a goddamn hurry. I speed pursuit of a conservative dad. Well, this uh, conservative dad, yeah. Bank robber? Bank robber? Bank robbing's nothing compared to what this dude's been doing. Bank robbing's baby shit. Of America's biggest woke beer companies selling ultra right beer. He made a complete mockery of the woke corporations. Well, I hope you catch up to him and get your man, Sheriff. Much obliged. Woke corporations have spent years quietly funding woke garbage. Why is there a kid in the car? Schools. There was no kid in Smokey well, and the Bandit. We're not going to to stop anymore. Instead, Conservative Dad's ultra-right beer is going to fund our own programs. That's why we're donating a portion of sales to the 1776 Project to overthrow the blue-haired woke school board member. Shut up. I, I, I can't. I can't. Don't ever do that again. Woke school dad, I, I challenge you to a fist fight. That just makes me sick to my goddamn stomach right there. No, do not infringe on smoking the bandit. And there wasn't even a snowman. There's a kid. There's no kid in the movie. The only kids were Cletus's kids. When they said, hey, Uncle Bandit. And Cletus's wife said, he's not even your damn uncle. I've seen the movie a billion times. Cletus T. Snow, the snowman. Greatest secondary cover at character in movie cinema history played by the one and only Jerry Reed I'm so angry right now if there was a bear in my front yard I would be stupid enough to attack the bear today if there was a bear walking in my front yard I'm so mad right now I would want to go out there and fight the bear bear's going to kill me I already know that but I'm going to tell you this right now, that bear is going to gonna have to bring his lunch, which will probably be me because it's going to be an all-day fucking job. Blues Brothers 2000 or something like that. Oh, yeah, they did, make the, they did remake the Blues Brothers. That was terrible. George Strait is the snowman. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Bad commercial, but I like that they're standing up. It, it's so dumb. And there has to be a Fred the dog. Come on, Fred. Come on, Fred. Swear to God, every day our country is fucking getting further and further away from me. I talked to a friend of mine who served, and he, he, he said something that it broke my heart, but it was one of the truest things he ever said. He says he feels like a visitor in his own country. And this is a guy who did a lot for our country. He feels like he's a visitor in our country. 
Uh, can I play I told you so that yes, yes, if I decide to fight the bear, then yes. If it's a baby bear, somebody just texted me if it was a baby bear, I'd probably kill the baby bear. Yeah. If it was a baby bear, I'd rip it in part and then I'd get in the house because I don't want mama coming after me. All right, our next story. I gotta say, you're crazy and I'm divorced. Jerry Reed knows how to give a line. Yesterday, transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. God, I hate this son of a bitch so much. Is looking to book speaking opportunities on college campuses. Dylan Mulvaney went to Instagram and is looking for work. Now, I got to say this. Um, If you're a company, now she's saying she wants to do, uh, she she wants to work with KitchenAid, Instacart. She wants to work all these uh, Ultra Beauty, Nike, Kate Spade, all these MAC Cosmetics. Um, If you want to work with her and you notice that you're going out of business because, well, look what that thing did to Budweiser. Uh, V. Coop says, I can completely relate to the visitor feeling. Yep, and you're somebody who's done a lot for our country, and I can't say thank you enough. Let's book him for some Utah and Deep South colleges. Yeah, I, I'm betting that, that they ain't going to be, he ain't going to be going to Tuscaloosa anytime soon. If you're a company that hires Dylan Mulvaney and you lose your ass, the only person to blame, you can't blame Dylan Mulvaney then. You got to blame yourself. Please let her debate Charlie Kirk or Ben Shapiro. That would be, that's pornography for me. I'm telling you right now, watching Charlie Kirk or Ben Shapiro eviscerate Dylan Mulvaney. Because here's the thing. I'm going to let you in on a little secret about Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is stupid. Not a very smart person. See, Ben Shapiro and Charlie Kirk, they have all this research and they do all this reading. And they might not necessarily be correct. Boy, but they can talk you into incorrectness immediately. See, it's an art form. It's something that you learn and it's something that you can learn when you're broadcasting. And it's something that I learned broadcasting. When we would get listeners to call into the show, we could pretty much get them to say what we wanted them to say. You just had to know how to do it. Sometimes prizes were involved for get them to do it. Look, look, we used to have a game. This is not I'm not kidding. My favorite game that we ever played on the show. We played you know, what's in his uterus? Great show. Name that sound effect. Name that Hawaiian sound effect. Another great show. Game show. But my absolute positive favorite game, not even the three-way was my favorite. My absolute positive favorite game to ever play was the refrigerator slam-off. Now, I would get giddy. When, when I'd be told, yeah, we're going to do the slam-off today, I'd be like, oh, yeah. 
And we would give away concert tickets. And the, the premise was this. Now, kids, kids, we used to have phones that were attached to the walls, but they were cordless most of the time. And what we would do is we'd have people call, and we would have them put their cordless phones. Now, if they had a, a cord on the phone, we would say go ahead and do that too. But we wanted them to put their phone receiver in the refrigerator and then take the refrigerator door and slam it as hard as humanly possible. Now, I know in your head you're saying to yourself right now, but Arnie, if they slam it really, really hard, the shit in the refrigerator door will go flying everywhere and it's going to be mayhem. Correct the mundo. And man, oh man, we would get letters from angry parents because people would put their phone in there and they would slam the donkey shit out of it. And you would hear stuff falling. You'd hear glass break. And the other thing that you would hear is me on the floor dying laughing. Oh, my God. That was the greatest game ever played in, in the history. of, And I can't tell I heard another DJ do it a long time before. I think when I was growing up in Dallas, Stevens and Pruitt might have done it in the 80s. And nobody in any of the towns that we were in were doing it. And this is back when we were only on in Reno. I think we might have done it once or twice in Sacramento. Oh, man. Oh, it was fantastic. I loved it. I loved every aspect of that game. All right. Our next story. And uh, you got to give credit where credit's due. I got to give it up to the one and only bratty kid. Hold on a second here. Oh, my lucky stars. A Negro. Um, Bratty kid was the first one to say. She kind of looked at me and she's like. Dog shit and jerk off stuff. They wouldn't do it right. I'm, I'm sure they had some kind of wrong with it. Um, Carly Russell. Carly Russell. She's the Alabama nursing student who, while driving home a couple weekends ago, saw a toddler on the side of the road and pulled over and was tragically kidnapped. <laughs> For two days until she returned home and she was shaken visibly. Now, the police down there uh, in Alabama, they've been, they've been doing some research and stuff, and they said, well, uh, we ain't got any kind of evidence that, that said there was a toddler in the car. Now, we also found out that she had sn- stopped on the way home at a Target to get some snacks. Now it didn't say what kind of snacks. Probably not the 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 Twinkie uh, Ding Dong mashups because I still can't find those. But she got some snacks, and when the police showed up, the snacks were gone. She complained about not feeling wanted, cheating, and how she was fed up with her job just days before she vanished. 
and then reappeared. Allegedly, they did some digging on her intranet and found out she had me- she had Google searched uh, kidnapping and things like that, missing people. And now, the search leader, whose daughter Anna Blatchard was kidnapped and murdered, promises things will come out. Angie Harris, whose daughter was brutally murdered in 2019, led the search for Carly. Carly vanished and turned up 49 hours later, and her parents said was in bad shape. She said, things will come out. But I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. I'd go right up there. Russell and Nurse vanished near Hoover. Uh, here, here we go. This is the gal. Yes, I got my feelings and just feel like that I need to go ahead and do a video. And I'm going to do a video. I did this video from my personal page and on Anaya's heart. Most of you know, you know, I basically the, the, I'm the president of Anaya's heart, CEO, founder. Um, but some things I don't want to share on Anaya's heart page. All right, whatever. Um, she doesn't believe her either. Um, the, 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 the chickens are coming home. Uh, it's time to roost. Uh, look, look, Carly, you, you need to fess up. You need to fess the fuck up. Cause we're all seeing it. Jesse Smollett is the only person in America that believes you. Remember what I said when you reported this a few days ago, black women will never let anyone snatch their wig. They'll go to their graves holding on to those things. And I was right. I didn't do my time in the environment not to pick up their mannerisms. Don't get me started on cookouts. I, 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 you know, and this is the funniest part of the whole thing. I hope it comes down to the snacks. How great would that be? The, the everything that we find out about the story, it all comes down to the snacks. Well, uh, Carly, there was no snacks in your car. Well, we decided to take those because we were going to be hungry. I was going to be gone for 49 hours. So I needed something to snack on. I love it. I can't wait. I, I, I literally, I am salivating for more of this story. Oh, this is so delicious. This is one of the most nutritious and delicious stories that we've had in a long time. And I just want to say thank you so much. To Carly Russell. Now, as family, we still got some work to do here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we still got another break to do. But before we can do that break, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that time once again for Celebrity. Celebrity. Now, in our first round, boy, we had some close battles. And the Mount Rushmore, half of it is set with the idiots that fuck up self-checkout and the assholes that have to be in public talking on their speakerphone. We will see who joins them next. Let's get it on. In our first matchup, Aspen. Uh Oh, God. Oh, boy. These, these, oh, man. Holy shit. It's going to be on here. 
phrase that I came up with a long time ago because it, it, it affected someone that I worked with, uh, a certain <laughs> or I, I'm I'm sorry, you know what I shouldn't use I shouldn't use that for 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 that person. I should use their real sound effect. Uh, and that is a joke sniper. Someone who has to ruin every joke. Someone who has to point out the bullshit, like today. Today's joke of the day. By the way, I had to start a new TikTok page. It's ArnieRadio.com. That's where you find it. What was Jared Fogle's favorite garden? Kinder. See, and some joke sniper would go, it's kindergarten with a T, not a D. See, that's a joke sniper. And I hate you. So, we've got joke snipers taking on, oh, cretins of our society, the drive through slow asses, the one that has to look over the entire menu, possibly let the little shit stains in the back order, and they want their poopy sandwich. It's the drive through It's supposed to be fast, goddammit. Joke snipers, drive through slow pokes, ah! ass family. Who ya got? What we got? Wow, we did not see that in the first round. That we had to stop that fight due to bloodletting. The drive-through slow asses move on with no problem. In our next matchup, oh boy, we all hate these people. We'll just simply call them the offended. These are the people. Don't say that. That's mean. That's offensive. Fuck you right in the ear. The offended taking on a group that they will even fucking protect. The homeless. Why? Because they smell, they're on dope, and did I mention they smell and they poop in the streets? The offended versus the homeless? Ah! Ass family, who ya got? matchup coming up next. Now, our next one. This one's real simple. This is the Mount Rushmore of Ruiners. Which one do you have? Dogs or cats? 
because dogs and cats ruin shit. Pissing, crapping, flinging their spit everywhere. Ah, who's worse, dogs or cats, ass family? Ah! Who ya got? Move on. Our final category here in the Western Regional. Which one ruins things more? Women sports fans. Oh, that's so cute that you want to watch the game with us. Oh, look at you make a little comment that you learned from one of your your gal pals. Women sports fans because they have ruined sports. Or dog shit and jerk off because they have ruined radio. Women sports fans versus dog and jerk off. Ask family. Who ya got? I thought it was going to come down to the wire, but dog shit and jerk off. Dog shit and jerk. Wow, it's funny. Their initials make DJ. That's funny. I never realized that. All right. To see who gets on the Mount Rushmore of ruiners. Our final matchups. Here we go. To get to the the, the finals. Our first one. We have slow asses in the drive-thru. Oh, well, I'm going to look at your menu here, and I'm going to go over it, even though this restaurant has had the same food for the last 30 fucking years. And they are taking on The Offended. Uh, Is that a best boy in a movie? How can they be a best boy? Aren't all boys good? And why does it have to be a boy? Can it be a girl or a person? Fuck you. Fuck you right in your ear. Drive through slow asses or the offended ass family. Who you got? Ah, 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 ah. 
ladies and gentlemen, the offended move on. Final matchup in the Western Regional to get to the Mount Rushmore. We have the Ruiners known as Cats. Shed all over the place. They tear up all your shit with their nails. Their pee smells terrible. Cats taking on dog shit and jerk off. They shed everywhere. Their nails get long. They ruin your furniture and their pee smells. Dog shit and jerk off. Cats versus dog shit and jerk off. Ah! Ass family, who ya got? Wouldn't it be mini douchebag and douchebag since he always needs to come first? Ask his wife. Congratulations! Something that's never been said. You've done well, dog shit and jerk off. You are moving on. So the Mount Rushmore is now set. Of ruiners. We have the idiots that move too slow through the self-checkout. Speakerphone talkers, the offended and dog shit and jerk off. We will find the face of this Mount Rushmore next at ArnieRadio.com.
yourself two good hands. And when your brother is trouble, you gotta reach out your one hand for him. Cause that's what it's there for. And when your heart is trouble, you gotta reach out your other hand. Reach it out to the man up there. Cause that's what he's there for. Take my hand in yours. Walk with me this day.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Oh, F family. I promise soon. Promise. Updates coming soon. That's all I can say. Uh, let's see. Cowboys girl says, sing it. Jazz Panda says, this right here is why this guy sucks. <laughs> if you don't belt out the bum, 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 are we even friends? Right, Kale? One of my favorite memories from last year was being at Fenway Park and singing Sweet Caroline. That would be awesome. That'd be fantastic. All right. This next story, I, I tell you, it's a good thing I'm not a resident of old Mexico. A Mexican politician has urged his fellow lawmakers to pass a bill that will punish people who mock disabled individuals. So what you're telling me is if I live if I were to have lived in Mexico and this guy came out and passed that bill, I would have to stay home at all times. I don't mock disabled individuals to their face. No, 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 no. You see, what I do is I do it behind their back. See, that way they can't hear it. And I, it's the way that I deal with how I feel bad that, well, you're stuck in a, a wheelchair that can lift hydraulically at Hutchins Barbecue. The way I deal with it is making fun of you. You're welcome. And by the way, thank you for being fucked up. Um, Javier Borrego, or in uh, American as we pronounce it, Javier a member of parliament for the left-wing National Regeneration Movement, uh, told the Spanish outlet uh, Zocala, quote, it's not worth it. My family suffered shame. Many close friends, relatives were singled out for a ridicule of their father, their federal representative. Well, what happened? I'm, I'm so glad you asked because there is video of it. Um, and I'm going to share it with you right here and right now. Um, this is a, a, a Mexican politician who's uh, giving a speech, I believe. It'll probably be in Spanish, so I won't be able to translate it for you. The wheel is spinning. And spinning. Oh, here we go. We is it possible okay. to protect my business from cyber threats? No, it's Help not. Help with advanced security from not Comcast business. It's not just possible. It's happening. No, it's not. Get started with fast beat. No, you're, you're wrong about that. It's not happening. Uh, let's see. Four, three, two, one. Um, let's go. All right, here we go. Fox Digital. Here he is. He's speaking. Oh, my God, his pants fell down. Pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. Everybody got their pants on the ground. W sir, what did you think was going to happen? Your pants fell down. Now, he says it could happen to anyone and explain that he had surgery for a spinal condition that long plagued him and that he had lost significant weight, leaving him with baggy clothing and a belt that didn't fit him right. Well, then why did you go out in public if that shit didn't fit you right? You're a politician, aren't you? A and people made fun of you because your pants fell down. And now you want to pass a law in Mexico. Fuck your mama. Hi, mama. Happy Friday to you as well. You want to pass a law that says we can't make fun of... Uh, Disabled people? No. No, 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 no. no. See, here, here, here we go there. Pants on the ground. 
Um, when when people when when funny things happen to people, we're gonna make fun of it. Okay, look, people still. Uh, my wife, ratty kid, still makes fun of me, and she wasn't even there when I pooped myself at a Red Robin. She knows the story. I pooped myself at a Red Robin. Now, you could say it's because I had to switch medications or do this or do that, and I'm disabled. Or you could just chalk it up to something that happened when I was out in public, and it was funny. He lost a significant amount of weight. Well, goddamn, boy, they elected some El Gordos down there because this guy's a big fella right now. I just find it funny. His pants fell down. He wants to pass a law that says you can't make fun of anybody. No, I'm going to make fun of you. Cleft lip, make fun of you. Sorry. If you got one of them feet that that your shoe is like six inches taller on one side, yeah, I'm going to make fun of you. Not to your face. Once again, I'm going to protect you. I'm doing it, A, to soothe my own conscience about how I feel guilty that I'm not that way. And as an entertainment to somebody who's with me, because I imagine they feel uncomfortable as well. Imagine if he was wearing a wig. Wig. I did it yet. I did it the other day. I was at Walmart. We're coming out to the car, coming out to the truck. I saw this fella. See, with women, I'm not good at it because women are good at hiding their wigs. Men are terrible at it. And this fucking dude had a wig on. And as I, 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 I. I open the passenger side, and I walk around the truck, and I'm getting in, and he's on the other side near the passenger side, and I just go, wig! Wig! He looked up. I just got in the truck. Oh, I, I can spot a wig. Los pantalones no es bueno. I think the translation would be, senor panso on the groundo. He's one of those offended people that's on the Mount Rushmore. He really is. Look, look here. He got his feelings hurt. Now, I thought, and this is my bad, because I thought that maybe, maybe the the, the fine folks down in uh, uh, El Mexico had a little thicker skin. But obviously, their new national anthem is also... You know what, though? It, they do it in Spanish. Feelings, oh. Hell, feelings, oh. I don't know the rest of it. I don't understand why men don't shave their heads. It's way sexier uh, than a comb over or fryer tuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, look here. I saw the writing on the wall about 20 years ago. I shaved my head religiously. Now that I got good electric razors, man, it's so much easier. I thought their national anthem was my walk-up music. It used to be. This, you know, you ogre, you're right. You're right. The the old Mexican national anthem, and I'd have to look this up, but I think for about two hundred years it was. See, and that's another thing that shocks me about this guy is that's really an upbeat song. You would think that the people would be a little bit more festive. But obviously not. You know, he's got his El Sticko in the mudo. 
Hooker says, Buenos dias, familia. No, 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 no. I was, I was just playing their national anthem again. Fuck, I'm like a Pavlovian dog. Yes, yes, you are. And so am I. Oh, man, that's fucking good. That is just good shit right there. You must respect the disabled. You know what? Here you go. I'll, I'll go ahead and put the dickhead hat on. Let me read that line again. You must respect the disabled. Uh, or what? Because I'm betting a, 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 a paraplegic ain't going to kick my ass. I'm just saying. Quadriplegic for sure ain't kicking my ass. What you going to do? Good God almighty. Oh, God. I love our world so much. I, I really, like, seriously, I'll let you in on something. I've been, I've been a little down lately, a little down in my own head. And then I remember I get to do this show for three hours a day. I get to do this show, and I get to see the true stupidity of mankind. And I'm not saying that I'm a rocket scientist. Look, look, look. I, I am I I make bonehead mistakes every single day that I'm alive. And if people catch me on them, then they got me on them. And I've done something real, real stupid. And I got caught. And that's just the way it is. Okay? Look, a couple weeks ago. I know Brad and Kid wanted to talk about this. We 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 took little Roscoe to the grocery store. And uh, we're, we're, we're putting him in the, the basket to push him around because I ain't going to carry him. Ain't my fucking kid. Um, so we stick him in the basket, and they got that little, you know, and this is another thing. This is another thing. Pussies. We didn't have that seat belt and shopping carts when I was a kid. If you fell out of the shopping cart, you deserve to fall out of the shopping cart. So I get this strap, and I'm, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta buckle the kid in. Well, the buckle isn't reaching. I'm like, we gotta get a bigger one. And she looks at me like I'm fucking stupid because I was stupid. She goes, "Have you, have you let it out?" And I said, "Huh?" Because it didn't look like it let out any. Sure enough, damn thing was big enough. She just let it out a couple ways and put it around him, and we went off our merry way. And I felt like a complete idiot. I was like, we need a bigger one. But we didn't have those as kids. Boy, I've been seeing this new trend lately, and I'm going to tell you this right now. My daddy would have never let me do this. Kids that ride in the shopping cart. There's some little fat kid. It reminded me of me. He was like 11 or 12, little fat kid in a grocery store cart. He ate up the entire cart. Mama couldn't put shit in there. And, and he's, he's looking at her the whole way. It's weird. Right? It ain't like, you know, he's, he's the captain and he's, he's watching the, the, the bow. He's watching the stern. He's watching the backside, whatever that is. I don't know what that's called. I'm not nautical. And I think to myself, how's this little fat bastard going to get out of the cart? Brad Kid's like, well, she might pop that up. I was like, she can't pop that up. That can't go up. This little fat kid's going to get up, and he's going to turn the damn cart over, and we're going to have a medical emergency here at the Target or the grocery store, wherever the fuck we were. Kids riding in a cart. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, I don't know how you do any of that baby stuff. I'm clueless. I don't know. I just go along with it. I probably couldn't even change a diaper. I can't. I don't know how to change a diaper. I still haven't done it. What was this, day 375, 77, 78, 80? That that kid's been alive? I haven't changed one. Gonna keep that streak alive. How was I in the cart when I was pushing that shit so I couldn't run off or grab shit? Yeah. I mean, seriously. But I digress. An assistant manager to South Carolina Burger King uh, allegedly served customers french fries that had been fished out of a trash can. (laughs) That's just funny. By the way, he's been fired. Uh, Hold on a second here. So... Burger King confirmed Jamie Major's termination by the local franchisee and strongly condemned her suspected actions. These allegations do not align to the brand's commitment to quality food and service and create an exceptional guest experience. By the way, I'm betting the people said, ooh, these taste better. And that's the only way they found out. They're like, what different did you do to the fries? Because usually the fries absolutely suck here. Just like the rest of your food. And the manager's like, well, I threw them in the trash, and then I fished them out. Holy shit, that's good. Burger King's like, we cannot have quality. Trash Panda says, trash fries, I'm in. Look, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this right here and right now. I'm not afraid to admit this. I've eaten food out of the trash. As long as it's not, like, touching, like, shit or, or, or weird bacterial shit, if it's still in a box, I'll eat out the trash. It's still good. I, I'm not afraid. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. It's probably why I was so sick yesterday. The incident began unfolding when officers from Union uh, Police Department were called to the Burger King. Cops observed two women screaming at Burger King workers, threatening them, and hurling expletives. When the women ignored the officer's request to calm down, they were arrested for disorderly conduct. Two days later, Burger King contacted the police, telling them the major had been serving customers fries from the trash. Police investigated the allegations, and a warrant was issued for the manager's arrest. The women have been released after posting a $20,000 bond. Oh, she has. Okay, I guess they let the other gals out. She could be looking up to 20 years in prison. Wait, no. Holy shit! 20 years in the big house for tainted fries. What you in for? Murder. What about you? Uh, Rape and espionage? How about you? I served dirty fries at a big man at a Burger King. You can get 20 years for that? Well, I tell you what, our judicial system is fucking crazy. This is what I hope. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm closing my eyes because I'm not driving. 
and I'm picturing the 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 Arnie Estates Theater Company putting the, together this play, and this gal's on trial, right, for serving dirty fries at Burger King, and the judge is is one of the people that was probably could be on my 600 pound life. Well, you know what? We'll say the judge is he. <laughs> That judge is going to... The bailiff's going to translate. 20 years! Gavel, gavel, gavel. You can get 20 years in a fucking state prison for serving tainted fries. But if you have an illegal handgun and you're the president's son, you get off with no problem. Man, can you imagine if Hunter Biden served dirty fries? I say that sounds like the Texas hammer. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would call the Texas hammer. I, I do like the Texas hammer, but he's getting old. The Texas hammer is getting old. You know, you know who I'm gonna call? I'm gonna call the, the Texas Lawhawk. <laughs> I was told by the nurse that we could leave the hospital if I couldn't change a diaper. I told her last time I checked, I'm paying for this visit so you can change the diaper or do your job. I will ask for a discount because you're trying to make me work and I don't work here. <laughs> tainted fries, oh, tainted fries. <laughs> I mean, seriously, 20 years? No bail in Illinois. You can murder someone in Illinois, and they won't give you, and the judge looks at you, because you get arrested and you got to see the judge, right? So the judge sees you and says, hey, are you going to run out of town? Are you going to hurt anybody else? Uh, No, Your Honor, I'm not. Well, no bail for you. Gavel, gavel, gavel. Now, am I under the assumption that you serve tainted fries? 20 years! Hunter Biden busted serving fries out of the trash. He'd get a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. No shit. Oh, my God. I didn't think this story had this much legs, but man, oh, man, it does. Especially when you're here 20 years, two decades. Oh. I can see the lawyer like, look, if you take this to trial, you can get 20 years. And I mean, seven. Uh, you'd have to spend seven years in for on good behavior. Good behavior for serving fries out of the trash. It wasn't like she was putting fucking waste in there. It wasn't like she put glass shards in there. I remember my two favorite, all-time favorite, and it turns out they were fake. They didn't. They never happened. The lady who cut her finger, who put the severed finger in a, a Chili's, a, a Chili at Wendy's, that one really happened. But the greatest two that I remember ever talking about was uh, somebody who went through a a, a a a a place that you would run for the border to, and allegedly got a bean burrito, and they ate it in the car. And a few days later, uh, they noticed some pain in their mouth, so they went to the dentist. And they found out that, that there were actually roach larvae in the beans. 
and the larva attached itself to their gums and like roaches were like coming out of their mouth. That would never happen. Great story. But it didn't happen. But but the best one, my favorite one. It also happened at the aforementioned allegedly, but it never happened. Um, the king of burgers there. A lady went through the drive-thru. She was going to a meeting. And whoever came up with this story put the rouge together perfectly. Because she was headed to a meeting. She was running behind. She had to stop, and she got a chicken sandwich. She said, chicken sandwich, just the chicken, the cheese, nothing else. No mayonnaise. Now, I don't know how you eat a chicken sandwich without either mayonnaise or Chick-fil-A sauce, but that's me because me, I'm a southerner. So she bites into it, and there's a creamy delight. And she's mad because she said, no mayonnaise. Well, when she gets to the office and gets out of the car after eating this sandwich with this creamy surprise on there, she takes a little ill. Like she's starting to get really sick. She ends up buckling her legs and falling and passing out. Well, it turned out that she had bitten into a tumor. Yes, it was a tumor. But it wasn't because it never happened. And the the tumor, like, erupted like that gum that had the juice in it. And she almost died. But she didn't die because it never happened. But those were two of the greatest stories I remember ever doing on the show. So if you go for tainted fries, you can't work your time off in the kitchen? Probably not. you're, You're probably frowned upon. I think there should be harsh punishment for fucking with food. They should get hep C. I'd be pissed. Maybe harsh punishment will stop people from doing it. No, they're still going to stick dicks in your food. Just telling you. It, it's human nature. It's wrong. 20 years is not the answer, though. Now, now we, I, I'm going to try out a new segment today. This new segment, it, it, once again, Arnie's Simple Solutions. The Asho Arnie's Simple Solutions. But we have a new game now, that, or, or a new segment called... Please don't do that. Okay. Our first one. Um, Boston native Becky Tang. She's 29 years old. She told reporters that she had always wanted to have dimples. Ever since I was younger, I always loved the look of dimples. I thought they were always cute. At the age of 17, she told the news outlet she would often pierce her cheeks after she claimed that someone told her they would get dimples from the procedure. She said, I kept them for maybe three or four months afterwards. I took them out. Resigning herself to a dimpleless life, she eventually forgot about her obsession for the longest time until a friend told her, They knew someone who had gotten some work done. She said, I saw it and thought it looked really nice, really cute. Spoke about who and where she went. I went to see if anyone else had got it done and saw the other reviews. I was interested. Tang's research led her to the Kim Facial Plastic Surgery in Georgia where they agreed to operate on her. And according to the woman, the surgery only took 20 minutes to complete. Tang said she was arrived at the facility. The doctor went over the procedure and aftercare before escorting her to the operating room. 
She said, I laid down in the room. Each side took about five minutes. It's just a quick stitch inside the cheek that pulls the muscle. Following the surgery, she said she looked crazy due to the fact that her newfound dimples were so deep. But she eventually claims to love them. She stuck holes in her face. And now she's paying the price because, no, she no longer likes them. She paid $1,500 to get her face stitched. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Now, that's just the appetizer in our new segment. Please don't do that. Who got dimples in his face the hard way? Scabby. I once dated a girl named Poo Tang. Up the Poo Tang. Oh, all right. There is a new trend on TikTok. A handful of TikTok videos show people um, jumping on this train. What they do is they add this to their smoothies or their coffees as a way uh, to ease the symptoms of arthritis, lupus, or other health issues. Um, in in our, our final story in the... Please don't do that! Um, if you thought the Tide Pod Challenge was stupid, well then, you probably won't be jumping on the Borax train. That's right. People are ingesting borax. Dr. Kelly Johnson Arbor, a medical toxicology doctor, said borax is actually a poison. There is no evidence that swallowing borax has any human health benefits. Quite the opposite. It's a naturally occurring compound often known as sodium borite that contains the elements of boron, sodium, oxygen, and hydrogen. It can be mined from dry lake beds like those around Death Valley. People for years have used borax as a laundry additive, a pesticide, a cleaner, a herbicide, and to unclog drains. And it can also be found in some of the paints that we use. It can cause nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, skin flushing, rash, excitation, convulsions, depression, vascular collapse. It can also cause headaches, hypothermia, restlessness, weariness, renal injury, dermatitis, alopecia, anorexia, and indigestion. For babies, it can cause amnesia, seizures, and thin hair. So please, whatever you do, if you're thinking about doing the Borax Challenge... Please don't do that! And it, it, I, I have to do this because legally I'm obligated, um, and this is an education show. Borax is bad. There you go. Whoa, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy, what can I do for you, sir? Listen, I was hoping you were on break. Can you hook me up with your borax guy? No, I can't, Joe. Joe, we've had a discussion about this. You are I heard not about to. The you're... Lake beds. I've snorted lake beds. Come on. 
I now look, Joe. We had this when you passed out and lost the sight in your left eye when you ate those Tide Pod challenges. I wanted to be a pirate. Now, <laughs> you can't be a pirate, Joe. <laughs> All right, you know what? This is a big town. I'll find my own borax. Okay, you do that. You do that Thank and see you. if I'm fishing you out of a gutter ever again. <laughs> if I need help, just be there for me. No, I say no. I'm putting my foot down. No to borax, Joe. Okay, well, you haven't smoked it yet, but whatever. All right. <laughs> See you, Joe. Oh, Joe, get the help you need, my friend. There's an area in California called Boron. Look it up. Oh, I believe it. Battleborn says, have a great weekend. Ask family off to paint the fire uh, Paint the fire hall. Oh, nice job. That's cool. Borax, huh? Yeah, guns are somehow the problem. Yeah, isn't that weird? Does it stop COVID? No, no, but... Did anybody get to see? Look, look, I ain't going to get religious on you here. I ain't, but a little bit maybe. Um, did you happen to see that a Pfizer factory, I think it was in North Carolina, got hit by a big tornado, and it just decimated the entire factory, and somebody put up there, <laughs> this tornado was not COVID-resistant. And, it, I mean, it wiped out. It, they lost, like, so many medicines. I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> Look at that. Boy, somebody's paying attention upstairs. Taking borax is so passe. I'm a hipster, so I'm different, and I snort that pink snoop in the bathrooms. Oh, God, just lick the seat. Oh, yes, the, the borax, borax train. Do not jump on that one. Couldn't have happened to a better factory. That's what I was thinking. All right. Um, where did this story happen? Ladies, oh, holy shit. Oh, I didn't realize this is where it happened. This makes me excited. Fish known as the Erechus Unikinisk. Washed up in Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. Now, I completely butchered the name of that fish, the Eurechus Unisincus. Um, it's also known as as the penis fish. Yeah. Thousands of 10-inch penis fishes washed up on shore in Argentina in a bizarre phenomenon that gives locals the willies. Yeah, ladies. Ladies are flocking to the beach along with all the fishermen. Because they want to eat these damn things. There you go. No, I, I've never been to Argentina. It's says war zone. Oh, Chris says, great. As if women don't have a fishy smell already. That's the one that swims in. No, no, no. These are huge. These are actually, no, these aren't the ones that swim in the pee-pee hole. You see these ones coming. They're 10 inches long. But, but see, here's the fallacy about them. They're all, like, peach-colored and white. 
So you know they aren't dicks. Like, if these look like, like tree stumps or logs, then I could say that's a 10-inch penis. But these are all white. Okay, now we're talking. Are there any islands for sale in that area? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, there we go. All right. A thousand of these have washed up on shore. And, yes, I, I shared the story with you. You can see the penis fish that there. Anyone else dying right now? I, I Look, man, I, I was blessed with great stories today, I got to tell you. Our final story, uh, I, I had like eight people send me this story, so of course I have to do it. And I have to report once again because we talked about lions in the wild. We had talked about tigers in the wild. <sighs> Hawks attacking people now. Nature. Not your friend, people. Again. Eh, by the way, Cowboys grow your excuse. For decades, huge bundles of cocaine have washed up on Florida beaches. Halls are often dumped at seas. Tides push them to shore. In June, the U.S. Coast Guard seized over 14,000 pounds of cocaine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> well, friends, let me tell you something. A man named Tom the Blowfish Herd wanted to find out whether the thousands of sharks off Florida were actually ingesting the dump narcotics, and if so, were they having any impact on them? Part of Discovery Channel's Shark Week, we have a new show called Cocaine Sharks. <laughs> the deeper story is here, the way chemicals, pharmaceuticals, and illicit drugs are entering our waterways, entering our oceans, and what effect they could have on these delicate ocean ecosystems. Mr. Hurd has set his sights on the Florida Keys, where fishers tell stories of sharks consuming drugs have been funneled into the region on ocean currents. To investigate further, Hurd and his design team designed three experiments to see how sharks react to bales of cocaine. How can you do that? Can you legally buy cocaine now for, for science purposes? Boy, if that's the case... Boy, uh, I need to buy like 80 pounds of cocaine. It, it's for research. What I'm going to do is I'm going to feed it to sharks. Because that's what we need. Sharks to be more agitated. How about we don't do this study? Um, to their surprise, the sharks head straight for the bales, taking bites of them. One shark even grabs a bale and swims off with it. Well, of course they do. They're addicted to cocaine. And why are they addicted? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it says what they uncovered doesn't necessarily show that sharks in Florida are consuming cocaine, except that they're consuming cocaine and probably methamphetamine. And this is why we're seeing more... <laughs> Hunter Biden showed up as a shark. Put those in a Rio Grande. Hell yeah. 
Boy, they will rot to the shit out of some people if they got some cocaine on them. Cocaine sharks. Just what we need. And you know the, you know you know who's the most upset about this right now? Bears. Yeah, I'll say it. Bears are the upset. The bears are like, hey, wait a second. Come on now. We made this cool. We made this cool. Animal, wild animals taking drugs, and now you're gonna—you're not even gonna change the drug, you fuckers. And like in their meeting, you know, the shark sits there and goes, "Well, look, we're kind of like the bears of the ocean. We'll call you the sharks of the land." Bears like, no, get something else. Get addicted to meth or get get something, but not cocaine. Cocaine is ours. The orcas just said. Translated, that means give us Oxycontin. That's what they want. They want the Oxycontin. So there you go. All right, ass family, it is that time. It is that time once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for the finals. The finals of Celebrity. Celebrity. Again to V Coop for this wonderful topic. Our Mount Rushmore set. We're going to find out who the face of it is right here, right now. Self checkout morons, the offended, speakerphone talkers, and dog shit and jerk off. We find out who the face is next. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, ass family. We have the dumb fuck. That clog up the self-checkout line. Maybe they went to one of the things that's credit card only and they're trying to pay cash for their 82 items and they're trying to scan coupons in an express area. And they're taking on the assholes that are walking up and down the grocery aisle talking on their cell phone and they have their phone out and up and they're talking to it and we can hear Madge on the other end talking back. Oh, my God. Can you believe she wore that today? Loud speakerphone talkers in public. Self-checkout morons uh, or speakerphones. Ask family. Who ya got? Manamana. Manamana. Self-checkout morons, move on. Where they will be battling against 
the people who get offended everything. Oh, why does it have to be called uh, a, a, a spaceman? Why can't it be a space person or a space thing or a, pace, a space non-binary? Shut up. And they are taking on the people that have ruined radio, dog shit and jerk off. The offended versus dog shit and jerk off ass family. Who you got? And this has got to be one of our greatest battles ever. Who will the face of this Mount Rushmore of ruiners be? Will it be the assholes that bring an entire cart or even two to the self-checkout? Then they check out, and then they start to write their check. The people that fuck up the self-checkout taking on the people that get offended at everything. Why did you get a white car? Is that because you hate everything that's black? You're a racist. You have a white car. You're a racist. The offended versus the self-checkout people. Ask family. Who you got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Banana phone, I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. We have a winner. Offended. The offended is the face of the Mount Rushmore of ruiners. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Cowboys Girl says, Do you think I'd offend anyone opening a bag of peanuts on the plane on Sunday? No, 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 That's what you got to do. If you open that bag of peanuts, you take it and you open it up and you get your air conditioned nozzle. And you start spreading that smell all over the place like I did with Reese's Pieces or Reese's Cups a few years ago. 
no pen, pen, peanuts on planes anymore. That's horse shit. Uh, and fill out all the magazines. Uh, uh, look, Cowboys girl, you got a job. You're getting on a plane. Fill out the in-flight magazines crossword puzzle with dirty words and possibly slurs. That's what you got to do. That's your job. Stackar, that's why you don't do it for free. Make sure you get some sort of discount. I personally take like five-finger variety. Self-checkout. I didn't go to my second job to check myself out for free. Wait behind for 25 minutes. Amen to that. Ask family, that is going to do it for us today and for this broadcast week. What a week it has been. Wow, so much shit happened this week. I mean, from people getting the shit beat out of them, I mean, falling into wine racks, to an amazing celebrity-ass death match, all happening here at ArnieRadio.com. For $2.99 a month, you just go to ArnieRadio.com, you download it, you go there, and you can hear every one of these shows. We will be back Monday. Now, little thing I got to throw out there. Next Thursday, there will not be a show. I will be back on Friday. Thursday is a part of Braddy Kid's birthday celebration, and I have to be off in the morning. So Thursday, there won't be a show. There will be a show Monday. There will be a show Tuesday. There will be a show Wednesday. No show Thursday. Friday, we'll be back. And, yes, all week long, Braddy Kid will be the DJ. So don't hold that against me. Until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there, and it's the weekend, and if you're going out to party, please do so. Drink a bunch for me because I can't do it anymore, but whatever you do, don't get behind the wheel. Get yourself a lift. Get an Uber. Get a cab. Get away home, people, because you don't want an airbag to fuck up your face. So until then, until Monday, everybody, adios, everybody. Life's tough And then you die There ain't no rhyme A reason why It comes right at you See you do what you do Love's great Until it's not Hearts break But the world don't stop When it rains, man, it pours You can't change the course You can wish on a star But if it ain't in the cards Let it go Sometimes you gotta let it go Landing on a water shown under the bridge Lower the kiss, give it a rest Cause it is what it is, time flies While you save it all up But someday, this'll all be dust It's all just stuff, it ain't never enough Take it with you, so you might as well just let it go Yeah, you really ought to let it go Let it all wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss, give it a rest Cause it is what it is, you never know What's waiting just up the road Sooner or later that sun's gonna shine Luck will turn on the dime So when the good times roll Let them roll But when they don't Let it go Move on Keep moving Till you see the light The one that you've been waiting on Shining bright In the night Saying hey there friend Where the hell is
is outside waiting to arrest him.